welcome to the Ron Report for Thursday, September 9th, 2021. God. Everybody believes in God, right? Most people do. I don't. Not that one, anyways. The superhero God of the religions, the storybook character God with superpowers that we read about in the scriptures. And God slew the Mennonites. And God blessed Kajizil, and God created the earth and the universe in the light and the dark, and then he rusted because he was tired. God might be something, but probably not our descriptions. That's what I think. I mean, if God is infinite, what are the chances that he, she, it would fit into our descriptions? So anyways, I decided to ask my barista about it. She might know. Do you believe in God? I queried. I do, she said. What is it? I deeply dug. I don't know, she responded. Aha, you believe in something you don't know. That's kind of a form of dementia. We had been talking about her 91-year-old grandfather who she had visited recently. No, I believe in a power greater than myself, she said. Like a car, I suggested. No, a car is greater than myself, but I don't really have a name for it, you know? I did know, but I wanted to hear her say more. Oh, so you don't have a definition pinned down like the religions do? No, 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 no. It's more spiritual than that for me. It's my own understanding of what God is. I think without that painting in front of everything, it's almost like religion gave me a painting and it was like, here, this is what God is. But behind the painting is like, a deep field. Religion gave me a painting and I needed that for a while. Like behind the superhero character in the scriptures there was like something. I interrupted. Bokies. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you more about it sometime. I have a lot to say about that. I could tell she did too, but I had to move on. The patrons were queuing up behind me. I ordered my chai tea latte with oat milk and moved away from the dais, the confessional booth, the register, and found a seat. There are some things that are considered divine, laughter, love, beauty. If you think about it, intimations of infinity are all around us. The blue sky, the subtlety of the wind blowing the leaves around, making them dance, the mystery of birth and death. Check out the Mandelbrot set. The Mandelbrot set is a mathematical equation which creates a spontaneously unfolding pattern of infinite complexity. It never ends and it never repeats itself. It's not possible for a human to glimpse all but a tiny fraction of it or for our computers to compute all but a minuscule, minute fragment of it. You have to wonder if the Mandelbrot set would exist if there were no humans to think it up and no computers to display it. Does it reside in some realm of pure numbers, or is it purely a product of our imagination? Are we God, or at least does our creativity have some divine aspect? The Hindu concept of God and the ages is that of a recycling universe, expanding and contracting like breathing. Their cosmology proposes that the god Brahma breathes the universe into existence, 
and when he exhales, and when he inhales, it dissolves. They even conceive of the days and nights and years of Brahma. Modern astrophysics is getting mighty close to that idea. We know the universe is expanding. It may one day slow down and start contracting. It may have originated as a microscopic bubble that arose from the space of an earlier universe, which in turn arose from another universe. There may be universes, in quotes, strewn like stars across inaccessible infinities of random spaces and times and sets of natural laws, unquote, says Timothy Ferris in his brilliant book, The Whole Shebang. If we define God as the creator of the universe, then as far as we know, scientifically, it started off from a super small dot or spot or energy center, something so simple, so primal, that there was not even two things, a singularity, something that had no opposites. Everything that exists has conditions that are endowed by duality, like light casts a shadow and water is wet. But that first thing did not have conditions. It was conditionless. Now, even the natural laws that govern the universe didn't exist. And so maybe God is utter simplicity, that simple, beautiful feeling of love and contentment that you feel in a quiet moment when nothing else is going on. Maybe the poets can inform us about God. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Psalms 19.1, that's a good one. God, thou great symmetry, who put a biting lust in me, from whence my arrows spring, for all the frittered days that I have spent in shapeless ways, give me one perfect thing. Anna Wickham, from her selected poems. Or my zany friend, Gerard Manley Hopkins, a Jesuit priest who lived in the 19th century. He liked to wrestle with God and write bongo poetry. Now he's recognized as one of the most influential poets of his time. Carrion, of course, is decaying flesh. Carrion comfort. No, not. I'll not. Carrion comfort. Despair. Not feast on thee. Not untwist, slack they may be, these last strands of man in me, or most weary cry, I can no more, I can, can something, hope, wish day come, not choose not to be. But ah, but oh, thou terrible, why wouldst thou root on me, thy ring world right foot rock? Lay a lion limb against me, scan with darksome, devouring eyes my bruised bones and fan. Oh, in turns of tempest, me heaped there, me frantic to avoid thee and flee. Why? That my chaff might fly, my grain lie sheer and clear. Nay, in all that toil, that coil, since seems it kissed the rod, hand rather, my heart, lo, lapped strength, stole joy, would laugh, cheer. Cheer whom, though? The hero whose heaven-handling flung me, foot-trod me, or me that fought him? Oh, which one? Is it each one? 
that night, that year of now done darkness, I, wretch, lay wrestling with my God, my God. Good Lord. <laughs> That's Gerard Manley Hopkins in his pictures on the um, print edition, text edition. Yeah, you might want to read that a few times. And if you're really into it, check out this podcast from the Poetry Foundation. It's called Blooming Like a Clod. It's cool. The one thing we can say is that there is a universal desire to have a God to worship or to fear. It's found throughout history and all over the world. There must be something there, but what? Do you believe in him, her, it? What is God? I ask you good reader or listener. I'm reminded of the story of the old Jewish rabbis discussing different proofs for the existence of God. The discussion went on and on for hours, each trying to outdo the others with their logic. Finally, one of the rabbis stood up and said, God is so great he does not even need to exist and walked out. I'm also reminded of the famous T.S. Eliot quote from Four Quartets. He says, We shall not cease from exploration, and uh, the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started. I know the place for the first time. And so I wish you a pleasant journey. There is no greater adventure, in my opinion, than exploring life and living. And God knows we need it. <laughs>